0: Welcome to Crosspoint, 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 Crosspoint. An interactive program featuring ministers and leaders of the Christian community addressing the issues that are challenging the church today. Here's your host,
1: Mark Taylor.
0: The Beginning of World of War. Darkness Falls, Life and Death, Dire Warnings, and the Day of the Lord is on the Road to Revelation. Welcome to Crosspoint. My guest today is Clifford T. Wellman, Jr., the author of six books that take you down the road, Revelation. Well, joining me today here on Crosspoint, I have Clifford T. Wellman Jr., and we'll call Cliff. Uh, We thank you for joining us today. And you've put together a a series of books here that are serious because you're talking about the book of Revelation, but you're doing it in a form that tells a story. You tell that story through six different novels. So looking at the books, um, we've had some of the books here for a while, and then we've been waiting for this last release, book six, and so now we've got the set. So okay. does each book of these series begin to kind of unfold the book of Revelation until we get to that last book, the last chapter of Revelation as well?
1: The series basically goes from beginning of Revelation to the end of Revelation. And I kind of skipped the first three chapters. You know the the seven churches and all that but um i go through pretty much everything within the book of revelation
0: in this series i mean let's just kind of look at the books here you know the first book of course is entitled they're all entitled the road to revelation but you start off in the beginning and in that now you're going to of course introduce us to the people who's involved in this book uh you start off in the prologue you talk about almost uh Forty-five years ago, you talked there, and then when you kick us off, um, chapter one, you talk about a character named Ford. Now, Ford is a part, um, you know, and others as well. Uh, b- big player in what happens in this story that un- you know the road to Revelation reveals.
1: Yeah, he's the primary character, at least in the first four books. His job, you know, he researches everything, and you know, he's the, he's the one kind of doing what I did as I wrote the series and in discovering. Um, ties between the book of Revelation and, and the Gospels and some of the other books in the Old Testament, like Daniel and Ezekiel. Um, and he, he, you know, I, I try to document that stuff within the, the series, um, but also make it a fun learning experience for people.
0: Now, in the books, um, you know, you're really trying to also open up people's eyes. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people don't talk about Revelation that much. I mean, they don't understand the book of Revelation. A, a lot of pastors don't preach uh, from the book of Revelation, you know, uh, to That's their you know, their people out there sitting in the pew. So through this series, you're kind of opening up people or trying to get people's eyes open up of what the book of Revelation says, how it really pertains to today and what's going on and what could be coming in the future, correct?
1: I mean, my goal really was to get people to read the Bible, do their own research, you know, you know, scrutinize my own research, because um, I know I'm not a scholar. I've, you know, I've been doing this for a while, but I, I mean, there's a lot of people who know a lot more about the Bible than I do. Um, but really, it's to get people to, to read the Bible and come to Jesus.
0: Well, that should be our main goal in, in anything that we do, yep. is to point people to Christ. And uh, Now, the second book here is entitled, and we'll just kind of go back and forth between the books, sure. but The World at War is your second book. Now, by the way, six books. How long did it take you to put all these together?
1: <laughs> well, it, the journey started in late 2015. So uh, it's been a seven-year journey, basically. Uh interestingly the first book though took me about 35 days. <laughs> I just cruised through it it was just like couldn't stop writing. Um but the second book you know it opens up with uh this opening of the second seal um Found in Revelation six verses three through four. Right, yeah, that's how you yeah. start
0: the book off here. I'm yeah. I'm looking at it right now. You've got that scripture in there that says, When the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come, then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make men slay each other, to give to him was given a large sword. And yep. uh, so that kind of a, would talk about war and that's what the second was entitled, World at War. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, And so we see um, various things happening throughout the Middle East, primarily. You know, the Bible, in my opinion, is Israel-centric, of course, Middle East-centric. Sure. Um, So a lot of the things that are going on are in in the Middle East. Um, And so we see um, various countries attacking one another, and it breaks out into um, Europe as well as uh, some of the uh, parts of Asia.
0: Yeah. And how do you get the characters to just kind of go from one book to the next book, or are they just kind of getting more in and undercovering more and, and opening up people's eyes more is what you're trying to do is you put out each book to what revelation says and where we're headed. And, uh, you know, yeah. you get to that final chapter, which would be your final book part of it. Right. Yeah. You know, Ford again
1: is, is doing the research. He's talking with his friend, Sam, Samantha, um, and, and trying to reach his other friend, Zach. Those are the three main characters. Um, you know sam and and ford are our friends from a long time ago and they're they're christians zach their other friend from high school or whatever is um not a
0: christian so they're working on him um you know these books i mean they're each done kind of with a mysterious look to them as the, as the way that you put them out and uh in here, you know, and I noticed also that in the acknowledgments of the book, you know, you, you give a lot of credit to your wife. I guess she helped you. This has been maybe somewhat of a family event, uh, helping you do the editing and make changes and stuff like that. Yep. And a lot of times that stuff's not possible without folks like that helping you, is it?
1: Oh, no. I mean, I'm still thankful to have my wife and my family. They're very supportive. Uh, my wife did a lot of the editing. So did my sister and my mother. You know, we we did it on a short budget.
0: Um, And it's turned out pretty good, I think. In the book, I mean, I'm looking at the third one, The Road to Revelation, Darkness Falls. And these kind of correlate with what the chapter, different chapters of of Revelation, the book of Revelation tells us that's going to happen. So did you have to reread and maybe read other translations of Revelation or books on Revelation to kind of give you a little more insight into how this works? Or I know you've had went back some in the Bible, like the book of Daniel, you know, that correlates a lot with the book of Revelation. How did you bring all that together?
1: So, you know, I I obviously didn't do all the research. Um, If you look in the back of each of the books, I reference suggested reading materials. So there's a lot of books back there um, by various authors who have really helped me open my eyes. Now, granted, I always take their ideas and I run them back through the Bible, verify that what they've said is, at least in my mind, truthful. Because not, you know we're all not; none of us are perfect. And so you know it's just constantly going through. And you know I, even as I wrote this series, my my ideas and um, my beliefs formed. You know because I, I didn't know that I was actually going to write all six books when I started this series. I really didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know how many there was going to be. Um, so as I was going through this, it just started to meld and
0: and grow, and, you know, I, I think God helped me along the way. I know he did, actually. Yeah. Now, you would mentioned, you know, that in the back of the book you talk about places where you've got some research on this and kind of compared them, and, you know, I'm looking at some of them on there, and you've got uh, people like Joel Richardson and Mark Davidson and Jonathan Kahn. I've interviewed all those guys on the subjects of, you know, okay. end times prophecy and others as well that you've got down here uh, in the book. Uh, you know and sometimes people pick up a book on prophecy that's a little over their head and then you have these people that like to be novel type of readers you know they love stories and they love storylines that's where this set of books here can really help a person to maybe understand the book of Revelation but doing it through the means of you know being able to read a storyline in novels is that right? Yeah Yeah. you
1: know for a long time before I wrote this I was trying to communicate to my friends and family the stuff I was learning um, about the Bible, about end times. And, and I would send out emails and get no responses, you know, because to, to most people, it's, it's scary and sometimes boring. Um, so I, I was honestly, I was sitting in a tree, I'm a hunter, and I'm, I was trying to figure out, how do I get to these people? How do I get them to understand and read? And all of a sudden, it came to me, and God said to me, see, write a book, write a novel. Make it fun. Make it entertaining. And uh, I sat there, and I, I I couldn't hunt. I had to go back to camp, and I started writing right away. I, I mean, I wrote the next six chapters in, like, the next hour.
0: Yeah, and just, There is times when that stuff will come to you, there's no doubt. Now, you know, the next book here on the line, we've got book number four, The Road to Revelation, Life and Death. And uh, in the introduction part of that book, you say in each chapter subtitle I will be using after the midpoint as a means of keeping track of time in the book. The midpoint coincides with the events that takes place in the later part of the book of Revelation. So you're really trying as you write these books to really go back and make sure that this is still aligned with you know with Revelation. You know, sometimes when people write books like this or other books, they start off well, but then they kind of get away from the main point that was the main point when they started. But I noticed you, you know, especially as you start each book, all six of them, you always start off the road to Revelation. You kept it all kind of centered around the road to Revelation.
1: Yeah. You know, the the midpoint, we find that in Daniel, right? He talks about the Daniel's 70th week, and that's when the Antichrist reveals himself. Um, during that time— We the people have to make a choice, and it truly is between life and death. Um, We're choosing to follow Jesus or not. You know, if you don't follow Jesus, you may live in this world, but you're going to end up dying spiritually. By choosing Jesus, you're going to possibly will die in this world, but you're going to live, you know, spiritually forever yeah so it truly is a choice between life and death.
0: Now, I'm assuming here that the books kind of grow a little bit in intensity, which is I think is good yeah. if you're going to be reading these books because that you know you want to keep throwing stuff out there to really get the perk the reader's interest to get them more interested in the books and Is, is that right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look through the book of Revelation, you know in the end it's a happy ending, but it it is progressively scarier. You know, for someone who doesn't believe in in Jesus, um, things just get worse and worse and worse because God's trying to wake up the people,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, by the time you get to book five uh, in your set of six here, dire warnings is what that one is called. and, And you give a warning. Uh, There inside the book you say some of the violence in this book is graphic. Well, it's not as graphic as much of what we see on television these days, but there is a lot of death. I don't want to frighten you away, but this book about the book of Revelation, uh, specifically about the seven trumpet judgments, I believe that God will initiate these uh, judgments upon those left after the rapture as a final warning to repent and believe before uh, enacting His wrath upon mankind. So, again, in these books, you're trying to get people to understand, hey, these may be a novel, but what I'm writing about is real. This is really going to happen. And if if you want to check what I'm writing in this novel, go to Revelation and see if it doesn't line up with that. Is that kind of what you're thinking?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not going to end up being exactly how I wrote it. but, But it should give you an idea of, you know, as the trumpets are sounded, each trumpet brings in something even scarier the warning is louder god's telling us you know wake up wake up wake up your time is coming because after the trumpets it's god's wrath yeah i mean your time's up
0: yeah now book six uh which is you know your final kind of as you say the final piece to the puzzle kind of culmination of the journey that everybody's been taking. In the knowledge yep. of the book here, you say this book is for those who are unsure about what choice they should make. The final year of tribulation will be unimaginable for those left behind after the rapture. Choose Jesus now to avoid Uh, what comes next and a lot of times people put that kind of stuff at the back of the book but you put it at the first of the the last book in the series to try to again point people that what you're getting ready to read uh, is serious stuff.
1: Whenever I read a book, I don't always read the stuff at the afterword, you know, so I wanted people to see it first because that way they'd read it. or more likely to
0: read it, I would say. Yeah. Again, very interesting books, good way to put them into novel form. So, folks, stay with us, and we're going to be back with more about the road to Revelation right after this. This is Mark Taylor. If you miss a broadcast of Crosspoint, you can always go to our website at www.kneo.org and click on the programs page. There you can access the current Crosspoint program as well as the last four programs that have been aired. Never miss another Crosspoint program again. Go to www.kneo.org today. Welcome back to Crosspoint. I'm Mark Taylor. My guest today is uh, Cliff Wellman. Uh, Cliff has put together a set of books here, six of them. The Road to Revelation, it kind of starts at the First part of Revelation goes all the way to the end and kind of builds. Uh, now, Cliff, if somebody – I guess this is your first project, I think you said. So if somebody would want to know about more about the set of these books, The Road to Revelation, what would they need to do?
1: Well, they're all available on Amazon. Um, I do also have a website, theroadtorevelation.com. It's um, not the best website, but it does give you an overview of all the books. That's a good start. I do have a Facebook presence the road to revelation as well.
0: So now, yeah. so just going to Re- Amazon and typing that in and, and, uh, the road to revelation and they'll be able to find out more. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. If you type in the road to revelation, you'll find all the books, um, will, will pop up and there's a series page there.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think if you even type my name, Clifford T. Wellman Jr. You'll find the, the books as well. Yeah.
0: Cliff, tell me about this, uh, this series. You know, it unfolds the book of Revelation all the way to the last chapter. Uh, but what are you wanting people, I mean, why did you write the series in the first place? What was you trying to get through to the people that you hoped that the whole set of the books would accomplish if they would read them?
1: Originally, I wrote it to to help my friends and family um, find a way to find interest in in. Bible prophecy and in the, into the book of Revelation, um, and then as I, the series grew, it was more of the same, you know, but delving deeper and further into the the book of Revelation. You know, the entire goal is really to get people to come to Jesus, honestly.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a great need for that today. Now, you also speak in the books. You kind of talk about America becoming weak and vulnerable and being taken advantage of by our enemies. Kind of did that there in the first book, kind of to set everything up. I mean, what you're writing about is what's happening today. But how did you come up? How did you come about? What made you put that in there?
1: In my mind, America doesn't play a part in in the last days. Um, You don't see any reference to America, in my opinion in in the bible we right now are the sole superpower Um, We're working our way out of that though the way things are going i won't get political but with without america in the picture it allows a lot of different things to happen worldwide it allows i talk about in book one it talks about iran taking over the middle east imagine if america's not a superpower iran could totally do that
0: yeah there's Um, no doubt they're trying to that's for sure yeah yeah. Yeah. And as you, you see stuff like this going, I mean, I'm sure as you started reading, writing these books, and, you, you know, you seen things happening around you, it was just kind of a, one of those things that said, hey, I may be onto something here. <laughs> and, and you yeah. know, then sometimes you can't write enough because things are happening so much and, and changing so much before you. It
1: was funny. I was writing uh, some note when I was writing the first book, and I was talking about a terrorist attack in Paris. And my wife texted me, hey, did you hear what happened in Paris? I'm like, what? I was like, I can't believe you. You And it wasn't the same thing, but it was just like it was freaking me out that I'm sitting here writing about something that just happened before I even knew it happened.
0: Yeah. Now, when you come into the second book, uh, you take a look at war and how it starts spreading through the Middle East, you know, as a new power arises. So you're saying this new power that's arising is something beyond the United States.
1: Yes. You know, if you read Joel Richardson's book on the Islamic Antichrist, that's the premise for where I believe the Antichrist will come on, come from, and you find out pretty quickly that in in my series that that's going to come out of Turkey. So we see in the in the first book where the, there's a person that's rising up, um, and they, and his his strength grows as the series uh, continues on. Book two and three and four. Um again it's speculative and based on prophecy as well as I can figure it out but
0: well you know you when you read some of the you know stuff that's out there and I know that you you know work you know you say there in your books you you know did the worm word prophecy Thomas Horn which we've talk to Tom about here on the program, and also to Derek Gilbert as well, and uh, those folks have some interesting insights, and you know, it's so in other words, by doing this, you're not just looking at everything from the way you see it, but you're kind of bringing in other views from around uh, the area of Bible prophecy teachers and those that uh, study these maybe in more little depth than you do, or I do, um, that help to get a little bit of information from them and, and bring their what their, their knowledge of things are into the story as well.
1: And I think you have to keep an open mind about all these different ideas, and then, of course, validate them with the Bible. You mentioned Eric Gilbert. You know, his his books played a big part in the last two books of my series, because um, he talks a lot about the supernatural aspects of uh, some of the things that occur in the trumpets and, and the bowls of wrath. I'm not going to say a whole lot about that, because you know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but um, it's pretty interesting and exciting and scary um, what could happen in those last days.
0: Yeah, there's. well, what is going to happen? Yeah, it is pretty pretty scary, and, and it's good that, that folks like you out there that are trying to uh, sound the alarm, so to speak, uh, to tell people what's going. Now, when we get into the third book, it begins to kind of point out to really perilous times and chaos that begins in the world. I guess that's a, the book entitled um, the part of the books of the road to Revelation. Darkness falls, and so uh, are the the same characters are in through the whole all the different books. Correct.
1: Correct. yeah. You see them. In I introduce characters in the first book that, that lasts all the way through. Um, I I do some of them die off, some of them get raptured. Uh, but you'll see there's a character who makes it from the beginning to the end. And, you know, you, that's why you really need to start with book one, because you'll be kind of lost if you start in the middle.
0: Now, how long how long did it take you to put all this together from the time you started until you got that last number six book real?
1: You know, after book one, I had a little problem with my initial publisher. I had to republish in 2018. And since that point, I have published a book every year. So it was basically a year process for every book. You
0: know, get it written, get
1: it edited, get all the graphics for the covers done, uh, set up marketing or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, And through the book, you know, or the books, you know, you tie Revelation in, it's connected, you say, with many other books in the Bible, Revelation is. And you believe that's what gives it its validity is... The Revelation's not a book that just stands alone, but Revelation is a book that really correlates with a lot of different uh, other books of the Bible. Yeah,
1: and in my opinion, it brings them all together. I think I heard somewhere around 25% of the Bible is is prophecy, specifically end times prophecy, and I I don't quote me on that, but you look at Matthew 24, it really lines up really well with with Revelation. And you look at, you can find... um, the same thing in, in Luke and Mark and John they're all you they have their own chapters where Jesus is talking to the disciples and telling them the things that are coming um, and he it really lines up with that those first three or four seals of revelation I don't, I don't have a perfect map but you could really map out a lot of the different books and they all tie together
0: yeah book 4 of your books here is entitled life and death uh, I believe that's book 4 um, mm-hmm. there, uh, this includes a lot about the Antichrist and his conquest, how it all begins and everything. Now, there's a, a subject matter that is talked about a lot, the Antichrist. You know, who is this? Yeah. What do they look like? Uh, you know, that we know that the devil's always said to have it, the Antichrist ready because he doesn't know when Jesus is returned. But, you know. Uh, you know, it could be very likely that what we're seeing going on in the world today that this very real Antichrist is is actually alive and just waiting his turn to, to move forward. Uh, but anyway, by book four now, you're getting – this is getting pretty serious because once you bring the Antichrist in, uh, that kind of begins to change everything is because the Antichrist, there's a lot of points if you look in Revelation. Once that happens, this has to happen. This is what's yeah. going to happen. It's, it, how do you look at that?
1: That's when – The true persecution of the Christians and the Jewish people happens, Um, and we're seeing it now, but we're not seeing it like we're going to see it, Um, openly um, persecuting Christians, you know, executing them. You know, the the Bible says it's going to be the worst time ever, most tribulation ever, and it's going to be worse than I can even imagine, I know
0: I would say, and maybe you'd agree, that books like these would be a good book, uh, a group of books, for people to uh, read that maybe don't really like trying to study prophecy books. They get lost and stuff. You know, if somebody's put out something in prophecy, they they can be interesting but still be a little hard to understand. But there are people out there that love novels. And so to bring this in a novel form is just another way to get the message of Revelation out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I see often in my reviews on Amazon where a reader will say, um, I had to open up my Bible or wanted to open my Bible as I was reading your stories. Um, And that's one of my favorite reviews where people say that, because that's what I wanted. I wanted them to read the story, be entertained and then have, you know, Ford or Sam talk about a piece of scripture and then have the reader, you know, open up their Bible and look at it. So, yeah, that's, that looks right. This makes sense, you know. Yeah. And then go on and, and read more about in the Bible. Sure. Yeah, because
0: yeah. what you're trying to do here really is you're trying to, of course, get them to read your books, but not right. just read your books, but also you want them to get, really read the Bible, which is, you know, that's where you're trying to direct them in all of this.
1: I mean, that's the key, right? It's our job as Christians to spread the word, and I guess this is my way of doing that.
0: Yeah. Now, by the sixth book, the earth, you know... Uh, well, I guess it's by the fifth book. You, things get really serious uh, between the Antichrist reign and God's wrath, and so these books do intensify.
1: Yes, for sure. Um, we see more details of of war um, and how the Antichrist is attacking um, Jerusalem. Um, we see the supernatural aspect of that war. Um, lots of lots of crazy stuff. Um, that before I started writing the series, I never understood some of the the, the stuff that's happening in the trumpets in in the bulls. And as I started doing this research, I looked at it more and more. And it's like, wow, this is really a supernatural thing. I mean, it's it's going to be hell on earth for Christians and Jews at that time, and and it's because the Antichrist is in control yeah. for a short
0: time. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Now, again, uh, Cliff, tell us if people wanted to, you know. Find out more about looking into this. Uh, I guess they can maybe, if they go to Amazon, they can read maybe a little part of the book or something like that. Sometimes it's teasers and stuff. How do they go about doing that? What do they need to Google in to get that to come up?
1: Well, if you go to Amazon, I think you just type The Road to Revelation. Yeah. You'll see um, book one will probably pop up. Yeah, there is a look inside option here, and you can actually read the first several chapters of the book. The chapters are short. I did that on purpose so that um, I'd like to read short chapters because I, I read in spurt. And so I wrote that way because that's how I'd like to read. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you'll get a five-page chapter so you can go through and read a lot of chapters and have a nice break
0: from there. But yeah,
1: it looks like you can read the first eight chapters in book one.
0: Yeah. And then one, be- one leads you to the next, correct? All right. Well, folks, stay with us. We're going to be back with more right after this.
1: Whatever you're facing, God cares.
0: I've had a number of very overwhelming things in my life. Ultimately, I
1: had to depend on
0: God, and as a result, He helped me through it. 91.7, the Word. I can certainly trust Him. You're listening to Crosspoint. I'm your host, Mark Taylor. My guest today is Clifford T. Wellman, Jr. We'll call him Cliff. Cliff, we're talking about this set of books here, novels, The Road to Revelation, and uh in these books, you know, you've we've been talking and going down through book one. Uh, it, when you get to the sixth book uh, here, uh, which is the end of the, the storyline, uh, The Day of the Lord is the way number six is titled. The Earth's in shambles because of God's judgment, and now Jerusalem is in the sights. So you know, some of the uh, first five books, you know, kind of lead up to what's coming in book six. But book six has, though it starts out kind of rough, does have a lot of hope in it.
1: Yeah, because you know you go through the whole process of, of God enacting his wrath on, on the armies of the Antichrist, the people who are of the Antichrist. And in the end, you know, we know that when God comes back, when Jesus comes back, he's going to destroy the Antichrist, he's going to destroy Satan, and, you know, God's going to create a new heaven and new earth and he's gonna live in Jerusalem. You know, there will no no need for a temple because God will be there. We'll live with God and um it it's just it's hard to imagine such an awesome feeling. I get goosebumps every time I think about it. Um yeah, so it is a happy ending. You gotta read six books to get there, but it is happy.
0: Yeah. Now you also as you write these, kinda seems like each book uh, in the series kind of move forward at a faster pace you know as you started picking it up uh, did you do that on purpose to try to speed up the story to get people so they don't slow down and get, and get in the lull in the story but you want them to just keep moving forward uh, at, a, at a faster pace
1: yeah you know it, it seemed logical at first the first book ha- handles the what's happening you know, between the first and second seal the second book is between the second and third seal third book's between the third and fourth, and then after the fourth seal opens up, so this is where we get into Book 4, um, almost immediately you're, you're getting into the, the fifth seal and the sixth seal. They all kind of occur, I think, naturally at a faster rate as we're going through the Bible. You get into Book 5, and it's, it's, the, it's God's final warnings to people. It's the seven trumpets. There's a timeline in the Bible... Um, for some of these events, and, and you can see where they are happening at a faster pace. You get into the, the sixth book, which is the Bulls of Wrath, and um, things have to happen fast, because God's taken away water, He's taken away um, light, He's taken away a lot of things, and, you know, we can't exist without those things, so things are going to happen in fast succession. Now, the Day of the Lord, I think I saw a reference in a couple different places, maybe Isaiah, that he he references those days so it's it's not just a day it's several days where god is enacting his wrath and he's ending the game you know he's basically saying it's over bad guys uh we win and we're done with you
0: well i know the storyline the storylines you know in the books they kind of move around some by this happening here and this something else happening over here uh but where do you want that book to kind of get the reader in the end? I mean, once you've got them in there, what are you hoping that by the time they get to book six, that has been accomplished with them reading those books?
1: For the reader, you know, I want them to have it be natural for them to open the Bible, to read the book of Revelation, to read the Gospels, to read the Old Testament. And I think in every book, I, I have a, a part where one character is talking to another and they're talking to them how to be. Become saved. How to accept Jesus as your Savior, um, and and I, I do that purposefully so that someone can sit there and read that. And if they're not saved, they can go through the process of what they just saw in that book, and they they can they can accept Jesus and and be, become saved.
0: And that's a good thing because we really do yeah. need to point people uh, to the place where they do understand that. You know, of course, it's a fictional book, but again, there's a lot of truth in this. Um, You know, it may not work exactly how you wrote it out, but actually it is going to happen, correct?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is what the Bible says. It's going to happen. And again, like it won't be exactly how I wrote it, but it's going to be something like it,
0: I think. Well, you know, I would think the world today is experiencing more interest, uh, especially Christians, if they know the Bible, the book of Revelation, has to be stirring their interest a little bit because they've heard stuff over the years they've you know there's been things talked about a new world order and you know how the lawlessness would prevail in the end and uh, different things that we're actually seeing Uh, you know the government just in shambles Uh, by the time somebody gets finished with book number six uh if, if they've read those books and studied them and compared them to Scripture, what kind of person should that be? Should they be changed somewhat? Should they be stronger in their faith?
1: I, I would hope so. I mean, that I, I see a lot of reviews, you know, reviews or reviews, whatever, but um, I see a lot of people saying that they you know, appreciate the books, they are stronger in their faith. Um, I see the opposite. I see people... Saying that my um, version of end times is wrong, I don't, you know, I mean everyone has their own opinions. But in my goal again is that they would be stronger in their faith. Yeah, um, and they, maybe they didn't have faith, and maybe they found faith because they were able to see
0: what is going to happen or what could happen um, in the future. No, no, you got <clears throat> individuals that are in the book, um, and there's some that stay with the entire story from. Uh, the beginning to the end, and then others yeah. that just are in there for that one certain book uh, that you wrote. But what are some of the countries that you take us? Because I know you do Middle East stuff a lot, but is this kind of an overall ver- look around the world, or just in the Middle East, or kind of in Christian nations, or what?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the characters that I write about are, live in the United States, Um But, you know, a lot of the action, the wars and stuff like that are happening in in the Middle East, Turkey, um, Iran. Uh, But we do see a little bit during, I think it's book two, we talk about world at war. We talk about Russia and NATO being at odds. Uh, We talk about China and North Korea. They're responsible for some of the devastation of America. Um, We see battles in the Mediterranean Sea. You know, I didn't cover every nation, but I do I do cover some. I actually covered some parts of the Nile, and interesting uh, research there. I'm not going to get into it because I, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. But there's some
0: stuff in Ezekiel that I referenced in, uh, I want to say it's book three. Well, anyway. you you've kind of probably laced it in all out <laughs> in the different it, books, you know, referring yeah. back to different books of the Bible kind of back. Now, of course, the Road to Revelation is a, a fictional series kind of gives us, a, I guess you'd say, an entertaining peek into the potential future and the events yeah. of the coming tribulation. So you're really trying to alert people to what's coming and this what they call the tribulation.
1: You hit it right in the nail on the head, trying to wake up some people, um, open people's
0: eyes, help them find Jesus. In, in writing the book, you know, sometimes when you start off for work, you think, well, I'm doing this to help other people, but sometimes it can change the writer as well. Do you think it's changed you a little bit and how you look at Revelation or what you're wanting to do with your life or what God has plans for you uh, for the future?
1: Absolutely. Um, like I, I, was, I referenced before, I, I've learned so much in this process. I've, I've become stronger in my faith because of it. And I have not read every bit of, of the Bible, I'll tell you that. I mean, I've read a lot, but I haven't read it at all. Um, so I'm in the process of reading it from front to back, you know, I focus on a lot of the end times stuff because that's what I was doing research in. But I, there's so many incredible ties between all the different books. Um, it, it just amazes me. So, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot. Um, I've grown a lot. I've become stronger in my faith because of this series. And I thank God for that. You know, he helped me do this, and he's made me a better person because of it.
0: Well, with having the different characters in the book, I mean, you're kind of playing... Other people in the role, is common people. Some have bigger jobs than others, you know. But um, are you trying to draw maybe, let's say, the people that will pick up love to read novels, and when they begin to read this, they kind of put themselves in the book on the pages with some of these characters and see themselves?
1: I think so. You know, there's a lot of I'm trying to hit all the different options. You know, like there's a, a character who is bad. He's a terrorist, and he finds Jesus. In the end, he you know he finds Christ and is saved and and, and dies for it. Um, there's people who were good people who had tragedy happen and they turn bad. Um, there's all different ways that people can react to life, and and I just I want to illustrate all those different things. And in the end, a lot of bad things are going to happen to good people, bad people. But you know, it's how you react to them, how you how you choose to live your life, it determines you know how you're going to have your, your your life for eternity. So make those right choices, even if life's tough. Life is always tough.
0: We yeah. all know. Yeah. So when you started out writing the book, The Road to Revelation, was you really actually setting out to write six books, uh, or, you know, totaled from it?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. I had no idea how many books were in this series. And I honestly, I didn't know how many were in it until I, until I started book six. I realized that's when it was going to end. I wrote the first one just because I wanted to write something fun for my friends and family, um, and hopefully they would read it, and a lot of them have. But then it, it became necessary for me to write books two, three, four, five, and six. It just, you know, it, it grew. I never thought I'd be doing a radio interview with you yeah. <laughs> or anyone else, for that matter. I never thought I'd write a book. You know, I have a computer science degree. I'm a math guy, <laughs> I was not a great English student, but here I am writing novels. God chose me to do this path, and I'm doing it, whatever He wants me to do. Yeah.
0: So do you think then maybe it's for such a time as this that what we see unfolding in our world that uh, maybe by some of the knowledge you have from wherever God's gifted you, like He would anybody else, that He's asked you to do this, and though it's something that maybe a little bit uncomfortable with, uh, you know, like He asked us all to do. Uh, sometimes he asks us to do things that we're not really, we don't think, good at. But he says, right. you know, if, if you'll put this effort together and go with me on it, I'll show you what I can do with it uh, if you'll let yeah. me have it. Is that kind of the way you looked at it? Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm thankful that my wife,
1: because she's great at English and editing and all that stuff, I'm i a horrible speller. Thank God for spell check. Um, but, yeah, I mean, God has, has helped me become a better writer a better person i think you just gotta listen to what god wants you to do and you'll be happy
0: i think i agree so folks the title of the series is the road to revelation that's what you can google in to find it it starts out with the beginning world at war darkness falls life and death dire warnings and the day of the lord and um Cliff, again, people just need to Google The Road to Revelation, and that will kind of open the door up for them to find out about this series and get started and even read a little bit about it.
1: That's a good start. Uh, If you want to read the books, I would go to Amazon and and search there. Um, I I do have a companion series called Ford's Notebook, which is all my uh, research that I did during the series. It's not complete, but, but there will be one book for each of the six Books in the Road of Re- Revelation. If that makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah. Then so, Ford's notebook. You're referring to Ford, which was a character in your yeah. series.
1: Because in in book five, he's gone, and but he's left this notebook for some of the other people there. Um, And so that's where the idea came from is, you know, here's the research. Keep going, you know, figure out what's happening next.
0: Well, Cliff, thank you so much for being with us today here on Crosspoint. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been
1: a pleasure. Maybe we can do it again sometime.
0: Well, folks, we all have to try and begin somewhere and hear... Today we talked with Clifford Wellman. Cliff uh, put this series together in novel form. Hey, for folks that like novels this would be a good way to kind of give you an introduction into Revelation. And if you remember, Cliff talked a lot. Everything had to mirror what's in my other hand right here. The Holy Bible. God's Word. Anything that will match up with God's Word, that's okay and that's what he wanted to do and accomplish with this novels he put about Revelation out. Why is it? Because the Bible is the inspired Word of God. You can't go wrong there. And it's the book that accurately directs everybody for every day it shows you everything you need to know how to follow along through life because the Bible contains the most important words you're ever going to read and certainly ever follow. Be sure and join us again next time as we again discuss issues that are affecting the church. Have a great week and allow God to use you for His purposes so that greater things can be done. Make your life count in God's plans for eternity. I'm Mark Taylor. Crosspoint is a program produced in Studio 101 at KNAO Radio. Not all of the views on Crosspoint reflect those of the management or staff of KNEO. You may contact the Crosspoint program at 10827 Highway 86 East, Osho, Missouri 64850, or by email crosspoint at kneo.org. You can hear Crosspoint four times a week, Saturday morning at 1, Saturday afternoon at 2, Saturday evening at 9, and Sunday evening at 7. You can also listen anytime on. Harper's Kennel of Stella, Missouri is proud to be sponsoring this portion of broadcasting on KNEO. Owned by Judy and Danny Harper, Harper's Kennel of Stella, Missouri specializes in French Bulldogs. For more information, the phone number is 417-628-3083.